Thank you. You're listening to NHL on Broadway Channel, now streaming on XM Satellite Radio. Coming up next, from that hit Broadway musical, Hamilton, the NHL version, we have Eugene Melnick reprising his role as king of the Ottawa Senators. of my team's not a price that you're willing to pay you cry with your billboards and posts wishing me to sell go bye bye and you curse and you plead so hey here's a new jersey look it's 2d you'll be back Soon you'll see, you'll remember you belong to me. You'll be back, time will tell. You'll remember that I served you well. Teams may rise, teams may fall. We have seen each other through it all. Cause when push comes to shove, I will trade all the stars, I'll fire all the teams. Start a lawsuit or move the team to Quebec if I have to. To remind you of my love. You're listening to the Sens Call-Ups, a hockey fan reaction podcast from the heart of Canada's capital. Game on! Every time I take a ride, I feel alive with nowhere to go. I'm the king of the road. You're the queen of my throne. Now, baby, let's ride! We got nothing but time! From a COVID-19 bubble studio in South Canada, welcome to Season 8, Episode 19 of the Sens Call-Ups for Saturday, July 25th, 2020. I'm Cardinal Bannon-Conductor here as well, and we're all back together for what? Uh, Is it the restart of the NHL season? Is it the playoffs? Is it the play-ins? Is it insanity to be doing it at all? Well, whatever I don't call it, we're back to talk about it at least a little bit. And anything else we can come up with, boys? Is this a podcast hub city? <laughs> I don't know. You're renting out no, the studio? Do, yeah. Renting out the studio t- when we're not here? Your negative, your, your two negative tests didn't come back yet. So <laughs> That's a good idea. Let's do that right now. Oh, what a beautiful sound. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Jose Cuervo. Prêt à boire pétillante margaritas. English that would be ready to drink margaritas and uh, steam whistle. Good, uh, hooray! Good Canadian pilsner there, even if it is from Toronto. <laughs> that is hard. very good. Yeah, I really like it. Brewery in a in the former Roundhouse, right next to the yep. uh, CN Tower. 
How's your summer going? Since, I mean, we haven't been together in a month since draft night. <laughs> it's gone by fast. It has, actually. Summer Thank always God. does. Well, every month goes by quickly, but summer yeah. seems to be racing by. It's it's still hot, just like last it's, time. We were it's here. it's still hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I don't mind it. I, uh, I was very lucky, uh, not this week that just ended, but the week before that, I was up at the fishing camp for a week. Uh, it was really nice. I have to say it was really nice to spend nine days where I didn't have to be constantly thinking about washing my hands and distancing away from everybody who's around me and wearing a mask and, and, and it was yeah. just relaxation. We went through 90 pounds of ice because <laughs> it was Jeez. hot. Uh, we had to go out for ice once. Um, but we took ice in with us, and we had to go out to get it and pick up a few things, and then we had people bring it to us for the final weekend. But we went through ninety or ten, nine ten pound blocks. And like when you go up for the winter, I was just thinking this. Yeah, to grab a. Like, you don't want to go through ninety pounds of ice. No, but then you got to go through like ninety pounds of steam. <laughs> wood. Yeah, we go through a fair amount of wood, but yeah. the woodshed's got lots of wood in it for the next two win- two three winters. We did we stocked that up last fall, and it's been seasoning for almost a year now, so it'll be good. Yeah. Only thing about this summer is that it's been so nice; it'd be perfect for patios and normal. Yeah. Normal times. Yeah. This would have been an amazing summer. Well, did you see the photos from uh, the Byward Market last week? Yeah. That was insanity. Yeah. Uh, for those of us who are not in Ottawa, for listeners not in Ottawa, the Byward Market is a uh, area of. Uh, right next to downtown it's an old section of the city um which is not only an outdoor market in the summertime it also has quite a collection of bars restaurants patios etc yeah which um they've closed a few streets and added to the patio space because indoors still is is it open now no indoors still isn't open here okay I oh don't wait know. I don't maybe know. it yeah. is actually yeah, i think it may have just opened this week Yes. For some indoor uh, traffic. This week last but, week. But last week it was all outdoors and uh the photos that were coming out of the Byward Market were, it Is looked he? like Frosh Week, really, is what it looked like. It was crammed full of people, shoulder to shoulder, like patios were full, streets were full, and I'm just going, you're, yeah. you're just not getting this. Yeah. It's Well, I think there's just more people that went out than they expected. But, like, if it'd be me, granted, this is also me at this age. That, that's a big thing. I was never, it's, even in my my like my university years in my 20s, I was never a byword market person. I don't like that kind of crowd. I don't like sure. being that crowded. I don't like that kind of noise. I'd much rather be, I, even from like my early 20s, it's always been I'd rather be in a quiet pub. Right, which you could still go into the quiet pub mm-hmm. on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's just way too many people. Way but now like, I, I'd look at that and just go like, never mind. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it like, and I get that it's hard, but we gotta take this all seriously. And and I admit and I'm lucky. Maybe bylaw should friggin' do something because yep. like, well, I'll we'll just. But they can't. Eat. They can't. They can't. Bylaw can't do anything about thousands and thousands of people. Right, but they're not even doing it for about one person. Nope. Well, they said I'll just let the stores throw them out. I'm that, lucky because cause yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky because I can I have somewhere I can go away to and I realize this that I can get away somewhere and do what I really want to do which is be quiet and and fish and mm-hmm. relax and it was blisteringly hot up there so we spent a lot of time sitting under the shade trees looking out onto the lake and there's always a breeze off the fishing is terrible by the way because it's too hot the water's too warm yeah mm. uh, one of the uh, one of the boats so that we had up there home, right? they're very deep. They're very, very deep, and I don't use gang trolls and, and lead core lines, so I'm not going down Just internet feet. trolls instead. Yeah, that's mm. right. Um, but the water temperature on one of the fish finders was 78 degrees. Holy crap. 
in a in a lake that was frozen just over three months ago. It's good for swimming. Very, and it's not like that. Must have been nice. It's not beautiful. Yeah, you can have a two beer swim. Yeah, because we take them out with us and put them on a little floating thing. Sure, why not? Um, But the water isn't cold only at the surface. I mean, I'm just over six feet tall, and I if I'm way out in the lake and I put my feet down, it's warm all the way to my toes. It's not just like the surface that's warm. But yeah, the the swimming was brilliant, but the fishing is not good enough. I mean, we're catching a few, so we can have yeah. Fish you sent some pictures. It's a pretty nice one. Yeah, that you got there. That was a three and a quarter. Yeah. Wow. Three and a quarter pound lake trout, which was, was very nice, very delicious. <laughs> Here's the one thing I've noticed going out. Um, you know, in your case, you're going to the uh, cottage, even just going doing errands, whether it be going to a medical appointment or. You know, if you're going to pick up something from the store or whatnot, or to drive, you know, a couple hours away to visit uh, a relative or something, using the bathroom is a challenge. Mm-hmm. You kind of you kind of have to plan ahead and think about what you're going to do. I actually got caught once uh, out where I was waiting. I was going into uh, actually get my fingerprints done, reapplying for a security clearance, and uh, yeah, I had to go and uh, yeah, just I had to, to improvise. The side of the building and just. <laughs> Water bottle. Always keep one in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the answer. And a blanket to put over your window or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. That that is. A, I, yeah. I agree. That can be a bit of a challenge. We were before you just pop in a coffee shop or something like that. Yeah. And, or McDonald's or something. Use your bathroom. And I'm lucky. I'm not traveling far enough that that's really an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did stop uh, on the way back on last Sunday. We did yeah. stop at our favorite little roadside um, chip stand mm. in Fork Lunch and um, was talking to the owner and he's been doing a thousand dollars a day. Wow. Good for him. For like 120 days in a row. Nice. Now. Like he's really busy wow. because it's takeout. So there's no, like there was two tables to sit and the tables are like 15 feet apart on his veranda, but he's just doing a ton of business and takeout. So good for him. At least he's doing well. Yeah, a lot of businesses. Um, I I don't feel like going back to a restaurant. Like, I don't have a strong desire to do that. I'm fine with the takeout for a while until Mm -hmm. it calms down. Yeah, and my whole thing, well, and Grant, I know it's different if you live in an apartment or whatnot, but for the people that are going out, it's like, just have friends over. Well, if you have space like just for it. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's thing. It. Like apartments is different, and I get that. Well, if you, if but you if have like, a balcony. I, I'll just have people over in the, to the backyard, as yeah, an example. that's fine. But that's, and I think that's happening more and more. Mm-hmm. Which is why I just bought a patio set. <laughs> Good Because I've never, home, like normal world, I was never home. Never. Yeah, home. that's true. You weren't. You were always out somewhere, out going on something. So, yeah. It's good for you. And I've spent so much time here, so. <laughs> well, might as well yeah, make just reinvest one Vegas trip into the patio, patio set and a few other things for sure. Yeah, well done. I think that's what a lot of people are doing because they're not traveling. They're spending a lot of money on Amazon stuff at home. Yeah, and yeah, I have Amazon, you know, I have enough credit card points to go to Australia because I've blown it on dumb trips. <laughs> well, <you> really want <laughs> to go? To I'd love to go to Australia, but that's yeah. a bit of a journey. Anyway, should we talk some hockey? <laughs> Actually, before we start, yeah. Sorry, before we start, <laughs> we're so we're so off topic. Mm. Uh, housekeeping podcast at sensecollops.com is our email address. There are still the forums at sensecollops.com, a couple of off-season threads and things going on in the NHL, that sort of thing. And one eight four four S C U S E N S is the waiver wire. Uh, we don't have any voicemail. We have one email to read. And you want to add something? Uh, yeah, actually, for any legal action, cease and desist letters, it's uh, 
noreply at sendscallops.com. That's our <laughs> Nor Epley. He's our new intern. Nor Epley. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take care of all that for us. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> all right. Shall we talk some hockey? Well, yes. This is all opinionated things of hockey. Ah, fair and enough. nor are we stating that the, this is the truth. Well, we're a fan right. reaction These podcast. Fan reaction podcast. This we're, is ever emotional in, in reaction. Actually, before um, without any insight. No. Uh, before uh, actually, go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Go ahead. I'll, I'll okay. Get back Game on. <laughs> that, that, yeah, well, it's not really a game, so I just sure. want to play the goal horn. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hang on a second. I've got too many things going on here, and none of them are particularly useful. Uh, let's start with Senator stuff. <gasps> what a concept. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. Um, draft lottery was the reason we were together last time. And, yes, we were disappointed that we slipped to three and five overall rather than being one or one and three or whatever. Uh has, has has your disappointment abated at least somewhat, and now it's more the okay, we're three and five. What can we look at and build? Been building some optimism about that, or are you still kind of? It, it's it? it's where expected to be. Like really, that night was a shot at one, and and, and, and if you didn't get one, then it was going to be like how I'm feeling now. It's like okay, well, who are they going to get? Who will make the most sense? I don't know. I'm not a scout, and and I'm at that frame of mind. That night, a little disappointed you didn't get number one because you kind of feel like one of those bottom seven team should have got it but yeah it's just such a joke of well it, it's, 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 it's got to get conflicting when we start talking about the play-in round soon but well the play-in round which we'll get to in a second yeah. um the thing that's interesting about that is every other canadian team has at least some sort of shot at alex mm-hmm. lafreniere the senators who were second and third in the draft lottery don't but every other canadian team has at least <laughs> some sort of shot at it freaking typical eh? NHL typical. <laughs> NHL typical. It's typical. Thank you, Peter Laviolette. That soundbite will never die. Yeah. Because you might have to get it back. <laughs> it's too good. Did you get it, rid of it? It's just too damn I good. I don't have it at the moment. Oh. oh that's unfortunate. No. Um, it's good, though. Yeah. So. No, we'll and, and really kind of looking at it, because I don't pay attention to it, because I, I just don't know the prospects, right? So it's... And since Insider just keeps throwing out more and more things at me, I'm just like, don't tell me because I don't want to fall in love and get my heart broken again. Well, last year it was right. you know, between Kachuk and... Uh, well, not last. That was two years ago. Two years ago, Kachuk and what's the name? Kodkin, yeah. Zadina. Zadina. Zadina, sorry, yeah. And you're just a victim of what you read, right? You're thinking, oh, Zadina's the better <coughs> guy, and you get disappointed they take to Kachuk. So now it's Byfield and Stutzel. And yeah, so I really... So whatever they pick, you're going to think, because you're going to form an opinion. And yeah, but it's not even under our control. And you're like, oh, you know. Yeah, like like if we would be number second overall, it would just be unbearable. Right? Oh, as to like, which will the team yeah, is going cause to if they, Yeah, if they pick number Stutzel, is, then the Byfield people, you're yeah. like, no, they should have picked Byfield. Now it's just whoever we get, we get. I think, yeah, good point. Yeah, number five will be more interesting just to see what's there, or yeah. it, does the team take a veer off in somebody else's, you know, in, yeah. in direction? Or do you get a Drysdale whose whose ceiling is higher than Shabbat's? Yeah. It, it, like, I don't really want a defenseman right now. I really don't. We have so many defensemen. Yeah. I think it checks the only, because again, looking what only wins at championships there, Pan? We have them. <laughs> championships? 
<laughs> yeah. Get out. From like the 1920s and stuff, right? It's true. Have it's you seen the banners? Come on. Good night. Uh, but no, because like, well, with all the picks that we've got, because obviously Shabbat, Lassie Thompson, Bernard Docker was a first rounder. So we spent a lot of our first round picks on defense. And this team needs goals. I think so. it's a bigger need right now, for sure, is, is goals. Forwards. Now, do you want to look at a center? Do you? I mean, I, we take one of the two so, yeah, for number so, three, but at five, do you want to look at another center or a winger? Because we do have other centers around. There's not just... Um, yeah, like Who's ever the Josh, more talented uh, scorer? Um, yeah, Josh Norris we have. Which, and we have Shane Pinto as well. Yeah. So we're fairly well okay. But whoever's a number five is going to be that much better. Should be that much better than both of them. Eventually. Quite possibly, but at or least in the short this term. This year, yeah, might even be next season. Yeah. The, the season coming up or the one after that. Yeah. Who knows? So we'll see. I'm, I'm actually leaning a bit more towards the scoring winger side of things. Just because yeah, we could we talking could about use that a few on the radio a bit yeah. too. Yeah. But we, we have a lot need... of like middles. Like I know we say top six, middle six. We don't have top liners. Well, that's right. why I'm thinking top line winger. Yeah. Yeah. Top line scoring winger. Yeah. Would be what I'd like. Now, if it's a top line and scoring I don't know winger, if that might be Stutzel too, right? Because Stutzel yeah. apparently pays, pays he plays, plays both. both, but I yeah. think wing more so. So I mean, top line center. Oh, sorry, top line scoring winger slash center in both those spots. Oh, sign me up. Yeah, sign me up. I'm totally into that idea. So, yeah, we'll a, see. I mean, I, I just don't think we can go wrong, and I trust Dorian in this. This is the this is the place where Dorian. Shines. Knows his stuff. And, and Trent Man. Yep. And and they've they've pulled some diamonds out of the rough in the past few years. And I mean, especially where the fan base went, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, what are you doing? Yep. And you know, a year we or two wrong. later we're like, Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brady Kachuk, great, great pick. Shane Pinto, looking to be a very good pick. Okay. All right, you know what? We, we I, I trust him on this sort of thing. Yep. Because it's three years it's, from now that I'm questioning things. It, it's well, it's not. I realized this a little while ago. It's not that I don't trust him on other matters, especially things to do with UFAs and that sort of thing. It's in the draft, to be perfectly blunt, it's the one time where his hands aren't tied. Yeah. He can do what again? He, opinion podcast. That we it, it, Please don't sue us. It's well, it, <laughs> he's he's not constrained by anything other than doing the right thing. Because it's not team. a financial decision. Exactly, it's all entry level deals anyway. Yeah, right? it's not a financial decision. It's what's best for the team. <sighs> it must be nice. Well, that's where he does his best work. Imagine doing that every day in your job. It would be awfully rewarding, I would think. Like you just go by. It's like my pen doesn't work. It's like well. Let's go see how much money is in the bank account. And are you sure you need a new pen? Can't you just break it and dip your finger in the ink and then use that to write? <laughs> it's one of those things. It, it was something I was thinking about a while ago. It's like, it's not that I don't trust him. It's that he can do better in this because he's not constrained. <laughs> and he does and very well. So. Even in 2017, the trades that he made were friggin' great. He's done pretty well with those. I mean... Some, some of them, you know, were made for necessarily not necessarily great reasons, but the return that's come back on an awful lot of them has been pretty good. So mm-hmm. we'll be okay. We'll see. So that's about. Do you have anything else on the draft? Any other I'm still else? very excited for it. Now it's going to happen in October. October. Yep. The draft. Yeah. 
So, I mean, the season will be over by October. The last possible game is October 2nd. Some of that. And then Which will be, what, two there, months? And then there's the draft, and then there's free agency, and then the season, the preseason starts in November, December? December, yeah, I think it's December. Okay, play a shortened season. Nah, Get everything back on track. But I know it's all let about it money. Ride. It's all about money. I know it's but all even about at money. that, I'm, I'm fine. One, if nothing changes, what else do we have to do with our time? Well, the problem, the thing about me is November is the worst month of the year, and there won't be any hockey going on. I hate November because it's November. Yeah, I hate November. Interesting. It well, the days are getting very short. Yeah, it tends to be cold and drizzly. I would have picked, but it's not January snowing. or February. January, February, there's lots to do because it's cold. But mm-hmm. you can do winter things. You can't do winter things in November, but you can't really do summer slash fall things that much anymore because it's cold and drizzly. So there's not a lot to do. The days are short. I'm sure you'll find well, Nothing lasts forever, even a cold November rain. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're trying my patience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So moving on. Logo. Logo. Now, counterpoint to November having nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. If there's a vaccine early next year and however that gets distributed, even because this is going to carry out for a couple years, regular season games here in May and June. Oh, I mm. I know some people hate the idea of hockey in the summer. I don't. Yeah. I love it. I, I love I, I it. I love the idea. I'm. A lot of people would rather go to the cottage. I'm like, I would rather go ahead. Hockey. See, I, I do summer things in the summer and hockey is not a summer thing. It's what you do when you can't do. Summer things. I love the idea of going down it. there to the r- r- rink and you just want to outside. walk there, exactly. not have a coat. Exactly. Go with flip flops and sandals, or flip flops and shorts. Fair enough. But or just patio and watch the game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Downtown would be fun. What's the ice quality going to be like? It'll be fine. They, they know how to do that now. We hope. I don't know. They've been playing in Arizona and Florida and all these hot True. climate newer places, buildings so. than twenty years ago. Fair enough. Fair enough. As long as the Rexall place doesn't get and don't forget like the uh, yeah. the the Oops. CTC the the ice is down below ground level right so yes quite a bit I remember I, when I was uh, when they were building it I was living in on prior at the time and driving by it every single day as it was being built it was very curious to see how much of that building was excavated because you walk in you're at the top of the lower bowl so everything is quite low yeah compare that to Madison Square Gardens where you actually go up. A few stories yeah. before because there's a train station there's a train station. on top of it. <laughs> exactly. There's kind of a big train station underneath it. So. And it's Manhattan. Welcome to New York. Yeah. You build where you can. Exactly. So, okay. So, draft lottery. We're no, okay. no. Build up, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the other news that seems to be circulating around uh, lately for the Senators is there have been an awful lot of rumors about, I don't want to call it a rebrand, but a change in logo. There's been a lot of talk about it. I don't. I haven't seen anything... I haven't even seen an official teaser. Has there been one? Oh, I didn't see it. Only leaks. Yeah, there's leaks. About okay. But they're going back to the Trojan logo. Yay. So the 2D the, logo, my favorite. The 2D logo. 2D sense. So the only difference is on whatever those three things are that come out. Yeah, it's red instead it's of gold. A, no, they're gold instead of red. Gold, oh yeah, what did I say about Just the lining. I'm going to lean over for a second. Show me a picture. These are gold. You got it? That thing? Okay, just the outline. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Whoopty frickin' do. I don't have a problem with that. I like the old logo anyway. So, it's it's, it's, it's a cheap rebrand. <laughs> I guess I guess go back to something we had before and it works. And nothing 
wrong with are it, they, I guess. Are they changing the design of the sweater? Yeah. Or are they going back to... Barely. The they're they're going back to... Oh, they're Actually, yes. They're they, gonna, it's going to be black. The homes will be black. No. But are they putting the white armbands on? Yeah. That's unfortunate. I'm not sure on the really? white yet. I didn't like the white armband. I okay. have one. But I think the original one with the black, like just black and red, not with the white armband. Apparently, it's more difficult to see the numbers. I could see that. For sure. No, that Which was is the why they, they switch it to white. <laughs> Well, they um, read the the arm ones as opposed to the big one on their back. You're really asking for it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right off the gate. Right but off the gate, it's guys. like I. But but even at th- even at that, remember back in 2007, how everyone was saying how awesome the jersey was. It's a nostalgia. Which 2007 one? Or two thousand your two thousand Is that the switch? When did we switch it? No, two thousand two thousand six, two thousand seven year, I the think. Sw- no, because we, we, we played the finals in that jersey. In the original white was so it. So that the was finals. the last year. Yeah. No, no, we played this finals in the Senegoth, I think. So this is going back to like the conference final, Jeff Friesen. No, no, isn't it? No, no, no. two thousand seven yeah. was the white original. But are we talking the black and gold when you say Senegal? No, or are you I mean the, that, the one that we're going back to, oh. the two okay. D jersey. Okay, that was two thousand seven. We're still using the white one. I think the, the red the, swoosh was also involved in that. Not that the original was our black. third jersey that year. Yeah, not the black. Yep. Yeah, and then they so, went to the gold one with the squares along the bottom and everything else. The really weird two D mm, logo. I don't mind that, but um, found it a little busy myself, but. I don't know that one. It's not so, official, though. No. No, it, that's what it is. I it, certainly oh, I, hope I, so. I agree, but it's actually hasn't officially been announced or anything. Correct. They're still waiting for the draft for some reason. I walked by the uh, the Canadian Tire Center so, to, this morning, actually. Okay. And went into, you know, the Sense store there is closed and has been okay. the whole time. Fair enough. I but I, I walked by it and I made a point to kind of go up and put my hands up to the glass and look in just... See if you can see anything, and it, it's very bare in there. There's nothing branded it there at all. So, so, so whatever it is, it's sitting in boxes. Apparently, this started because a giant tiger and then a lids, which is a hat store, uh, had it. I don't well, know. Well, that, that's where the pictures came from. That's where the pictures came from. Yeah. I'll tell you hmm. later. Um, we'll, we'll see. But we can, but hold. Am I happy about it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go get one. Oh, I'm done. I'll go get one. Give for me throwing money at it, yeah. right? So it is, it, 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 it is what it is. It is what it is. Solve most of your life's problems that way. Um, is it better than what they had? Probably. Coronavirus? Sure. Have some money, coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still now? If they do this, will they still be using the O? Is that going to remain? There will third? be a third jersey. Because I really like the I, O. I don't want it to disappear. There will be a third jersey, and I think it's a shoulder patches too. I don't think Melnick likes the O. It's okay. I don't know. It's staggeringly popular, so why not? You know what? It it, it actually isn't. Really? I'm surprised. Really? A lot of people don't like it. Okay, I'm I'm staggered I, by that. Yeah, I thought so too, but and there's been a lot of feedback on it. And my whole thing with this is people are going to see the the new jersey and go like, "Oh wait, I like we already had this." After the fact. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. This is nostalgia. It's not something new and cool. And I'm okay with that, though. I'm okay with nostalgia. I'll give it to them for yeah, this. This is going to pe- cause people to go out and buy some jerseys, and they probably wouldn't have. So, yeah. hey, it's an easy easy moneymaker for them for a little bit. Yeah, every, every team should have three or four jerseys. And even Seattle said that they're going to have like three or four. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the O, 
I liked the black one, but I also really liked the, the Heritage. When that was one of the Heritage one, wasn't yep, it? Yep, that's yep. With the Antiquite. Oh, that one in Vancouver. Yeah. Yes. Really liked that one, especially yep. the Antique White, not the Pure White. I thought that looked really sharp. Mm-hmm. You were a Leonard one. I love yeah. that one. Yeah. And you can't get it. No, nope. it was a one-time thing. Yeah. That, and that's unfortunate so because that was if a, Leonard comes back. That was a really. <laughs> <That's laughs> there you go. That was a really cool sweater. I like that one. I, I regret not getting that one. As do I, actually, because I didn't realize it was, nice. was going to be a one-and-done kind of thing. Yeah. But it was a cool-looking sweater. It, yeah, it is. And even the red one that when they first announced that. Oh, the, the outdoor. The one that we wore at the outdoor game that we kept going back to. Yep. It's kind of neat. Oh, yes, yes. I like that one, too. Yeah. And when they launched it, the pictures were horrible. And then we see it on TV. It's like, oh, it's good. Well, yeah, yeah, the pictures were bad, and then you walked in when we were recording wearing it, and I went, okay, that looks way better than any of the promo shots of it. I don't like the silver of the O. I prefer the black, but that's an easy fix. I like that one. Now, I mean, you can stick with that. If you don't want to go to the back to the black stripey O's, okay, stick with the red one. I thought the Vegas Golden Knights, their their sweaters look kind of... Yeah, until I saw them in person. Like, okay, there's a lot of detail here. There's that you a don't lot of detail out. you don't see on TV. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Subtle. I kind of thought of that the same sort of thing. I'm like, well, okay, it's fine. Mm. While we're on the topic, Seattle. I like it. I like it. Love it. Seattle crowd. I generally prefer um, alliteration in team names. Okay, fair enough. Um, like SS? Yeah. Yeah, like. But. I, there's so much you can do with Kraken. I like it a lot. And, and with any name you put out there, there's always going to be like 50% of the people that will react to it negatively. But No, just, you know what it is? It's fans of other teams. Are also, think about uh, what the team names are out there already and well-established. You got teams named after socks in baseball. And well, some of them are white. White some socks, of them are red socks. Rough Riders. I mean, is that really that amazing? No, that's just become tradition now. Right. And that's so, okay. You know, get over it. It's a, it's a decent name. Like even like Toronto called, Raptors came out. That's felt like that it's bad. The purple. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't because mind it. It was such it. a stupid. Cause like, it was this, so this, movie centric. This won't have lasting power. It. I thought they struggled with it until they came out with the basketball with the with claw, claw mark in it. That is a brilliant logo, which has completely changed my opinion on the team name. But yeah. to, to and they've branded properly towards it. Yeah, I think they've done a very good job with that over the past few years mm-hmm. to change to move away from the purple dinosaur. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's that's not strong. It's yeah. not purple. Great color. I think it's very strong to go with a color like that. Um, and I that's, like it. Yeah, but and of course now they're wearing the purple dinosaur again because it's it's retro. nostalgic. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is amazing. I was like, oh boy. No, we're it's going like, back you guys to don't again. remember this. It's yeah. the same thing that I'm saying about the Suns. Yeah. Now, the the Seattle Kraken, I, I found their colors and their sweater to be a little bit meh. It's not bad. Because it's, it's monochromatic. Well, it's blue and red, isn't it? There's just a, there's just a touch of red because okay. of the eye. Okay. It, it's a bit, but it's a blue and a different blue, primarily, yeah. essentially. Like I, an aqua and a blue. I find the coloring a bit dull, but I think but they hit a, a different home color. They, I think they hit an absolute home run, like Grand Slam home run with their logo. I like it's it. absolutely brilliant. Add the beefy army, you got Trogdor. <laughs> As we saw. <laughs> so great. Actually, someone else took a, took the logo for the, the Kraken and put two googly eyes on top, and all of a sudden it makes it look like this cute little dog with sticking out his tongue. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so so that's the main one, which they built a whole story behind it. Yeah, and the reveal even is cool. The, the reveal, like they put in a lot of thought into it, and even with the S, it's a throwback to the Seattle Million. No, not the Millionaires. Well, it's a it's a lot the like the Mariners. The, no, which, no, no, no. But the Mariners are thrown back game. to somebody else. The um, the original hockey team from wait, uh, can't wasn't remember. the Millionaires? That's Vancouver. Metropolitans. Metropolitans, yeah. Mm. So it's a same, very similar shape of the S. Yeah. And I mean, it's also just similar like, shape that the Mariners use as well. Like, it, there's a lot of tradition in the Seattle teams doing that. Yeah, I don't know they didn't use the same Seattle colors, though, which I find a little well, I'm glad. odd. But then they had to be careful because Vancouver uses the... Because the, Vancouver is of the sea and forest or something like that. that they, well, the... They say so they're green and blue. As are the... Um, why am I derping on this? The NFL team? The uh, Seattle Seahawks? Seahawks. They use blue and green as well. But, yeah. So they like that neon green. I was hoping for the neon. Yeah, you can't go too many colors. I mean, yeah, well, Ottawa always like uses red, white, and black for all their teams, but mm-hmm. that's just... And Toronto outside of the Raptors. And when the Raptors weren't doing well, there was talk about rebranding them as Huskies because they're all blue and white. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. So... But... Yeah, but no, I, I I love it. It's a little bit different. Yeah, they did a great job with the logo, though. I'm really, really impressed with that. Yeah, still no Minnesota Wild, but it's nice. I love the Wild one. The That's nice a- thing too is you get a new team coming into the league, and they have no enemies yet. They will, but no no enemies yet. So it's like the Vancouver. Well, they'll be the number one probably. Vancouver's the cousin to the Battle of Alberta. Yeah, but it, so it's a, kind of this sort of nice moment where the rest of the league can kind of like just enjoy them yeah until the rivalries really form I oh, exactly. abso- like i absolutely want to go see a vegas san jose game because they hate each other well oh, they've met twice now they hate each other and the refs decided one yeah, they did. <laughs> well which what, came to a rule change what, what are you going to call um kraken fans Crackheads. Crack are you going to call them crackheads or are you going to call them squids? Ooh. Squidward. Squid. That's good. I think the uh, good. the dark rum company needs to they get already in did. on that. They're yeah. in. Good. They're already the, uh, yeah. Official beverage? The, yeah, the official <laughs> rum the official of the Seattle Kraken. The Seattle Kraken. Well, it not bad. It's not a bad rum. I mean, it I, is. It's very good. Well, it's just, Dark spice it's, rum. It's an easy partnership. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's it, it writes itself. Really, they, they did a real good job with this. I don't know if you saw the anchor for the for their shoulder. Yep, someone it's, got a tattoo of it already. <laughs> oh, it's man. got the space needle in it. I heard oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, Do you yeah. have a picture of it? Yeah. Right. Oh, very clever. So That's just very clever. Yes, indeed. Perfect. They had some very talented perfect. and very creative. Yeah, uh, no, graphic design work going into Jeremy this. Bruckheimer is part owner, and yeah. TV will be different. NHL TV will be different with him now being an owner of the team. Okay, good. I'm okay with that. Good. Hmm. Tends to be pretty creative with most of the stuff that he creates for TV. So go with that. I'm all right with it. Uh, moving back. I'm to excited. The, moving back to the center. Sorry, we got a little off topic with that one. Um, the final. The finalists for the Masterton nomination or Masterton Trophy were not uh, released last week, I think it was. And Bobby Ryan is one of the three. It was Ryan, Oscar Lindblom, and I can't remember the third. This is a guy from Detroit, uh, Dallas. I can't remember Who the I, third. I don't know his name. 
and I don't know what the story behind him being I think nominated it's, it's, is. it took him forever to it's make concussions, it in the NHL. Right? Yeah, and injuries and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Philadelphia guy was what again? Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. So, and Bobby Ryan was. Yeah, so, so Lindholm's probably going to yeah. win this, and that's fine. I think but they've got three very good candidates, and it's not yeah. just they're a good guy kind of thing. I, I'm I'd be pleased with any of them, but you know, good to see good to see yeah. Bobby Ryan because I mean that's the league acknowledging the length of the journey and the and the difficulty of the journey that Bobby Ryan has gone through, and that we're all very pleased that he, you know, came out the other side and yep. looked really good when he came back. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see that I think it's good to see that the league is acknowledging that yep. and and rewarding it. Not just, oh, yeah, okay, good. We tweeted about you, now let's move on, because you're Ottawa, which the league tends to do around here, at least from time to time, <clears throat> especially with <clears throat> Norris trophies. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a fan reaction podcast. I can react how I want. Uh, you actually wanted to talk about a rather interesting subject. We talked a little bit about this before we started, so now we can get into it for real, so we don't have to have the discussion twice. Oh, um, with... Um, the Senators and um, signing contracts for players. Because you said, if I remember correctly, there are only four forwards, forwards currently under contract for next season. Now, that doesn't mean they're all UFAs. There are lots of them who are RFAs. So who are the four? Yeah, I'm, I'm Bob, actually wondering. Ryan, last year of an RFA? Or entry level? No. Do you want to give this a... There's one, there's one of them has one left, one year left. One of them has one year left of an entry level. It's not Colin White. Yeah, his new you, you did say Bob, Bob Ryan. Yeah. So Colin so, White's on his new deal. Yep. So he's signed. That's two. Uh, Actually, both of them are expiring now. The other two that you're missing. They're expiring. They'll have one year left. Oh, okay. And it's not uh, Kachuk. Kachuk is one of them. Okay, Kachuk is one. So that's three. One more. Oh, it's um, Connor Brown. Right? Nope. Oh, shoot. Drake Matheson. He's Duclair. Nope. No Duclair's. Pending RFA. Pending RFA. Hmm. Barb oh. writes for both Connor Brown and Duclair. Hmm. I don't think you'll ever get this. Uh, somebody who's in the Speaking NHL. Speaking of alliteration. Nope. NHL contract. NHL contract. Hmm. Alliteration. Alliteration. Oh, okay. People are yelling at us. And Nisimov or... There you go. Okay. Already party. So that's four. Wow. And that's it in the forward core. Yep. Woo. Everybody else needs a contract? Everybody else needs a contract. Uh, ouch. That's a lot of signing to do. So from what I've heard, they haven't even bothered to have conversations yet, which I think is a little bit of an issue, uh, an error. Get your frameworks done. Figure things out. Well, however, with a lot of uncertainty in regards to what's going to be going on over next year... Why would you sign a guaranteed contract right now? Well, as a player, too. until you can figure out what's going on with the no the player because we know the CBA, so that we know what things are going to work with now because we have a six year extension. Yes, but we have no idea what's going on with the cap and with escrow. So no, yeah, yeah, it's set for next year. Yeah, flat cap, so it's eighty one. And escrow is set at twenty percent. Guaranteed for next year. Guaranteed ceiling of twenty percent. Okay, you have so a 10% we don't know. and you have to defer so it's not a waiver but you're deferring 10% of your pay to make wow. sure that the businesses continue to run okay so it's 20 plus 10 or 10% you will get back it's just deferred okay 
the twenty percent is up to HRR. Okay. Now my argument to that is I don't think they're going to hit eighty percent of of the valuation. I don't think so either. No. So gate, then, no what's going to happen? You're going to have a clawback, and these guys are going to blow their money. Mm. But that's besides the point because the union doesn't think of that. And what does that mean for the season after next season? Same. At least two years flat cap. Well, in that case, if you're a player who's looking to sign a contract, do you sign a backloaded contract? Well, there's rules about that, though. Doesn't matter. Th- that's right. There are rules around it. Can only it, move it so much. Doesn't matter. You're still looking at. Well, you're looking at losing some, but if it's going to. Uh, the, the rules are. I can't remember what they are now. Well, for for the uh, holdbacks, yeah, probably. No, no, but if you wanted to say I'm going to backload it so that you know the last two years of my six year deal, I'm making four million more than the first two. Yeah, and well, whatever, however, you space it out. Okay, if you space it out, so you have your your lower like ones. Like Colin up, White does, right? Yeah, your lower ones now, yeah. where all the deferring and and clawing back is going on. Then you hope that in four years, five years, everything is back, back to, normal to normal and you're making all your money without having it removed. Or might you just see shorter contracts signed right now? I think you're going to see shorter contracts. Yeah. Not out long. of like, you know, normal circumstances like, oh, why do you only sign two years? Well, just because we don't know what's happened in two years. Yeah. yeah. And I think. But you're would, right. You're 100% right. But even at that, even if you're, I'm going to backload it, why would Eugene cut a check next year guaranteed for like $2 million? He's not going to commit to that right now. Because once you sign the contract, you have to pay him next year if there's hockey or not. Oh, right. I see where you're going with that. Now, I don't know if there's going to be a rule that you have to have a minimum number of contracts done. Huh. And a lot of these deals kind of seem easy to me. Well, yes. As Especially with arbitration rates. Oh, so if the season is suspended, they still get paid. I see where you're going with yeah. that. Sorry, it took me a second to catch up. Um, okay. I see. I see the point in that, at least cert, uh, to a certain level, at a business level. I see that. Yes. But if you do that, how many UFAs are there? Bogker's already gone. Yeah. Matthew Pekka, Scott mm. Sabre. Okay, so whatever. We don't need to worry about those. And Ron Hainsey, which they apparently love for some. And Boro. And Boro. So we're not too worried about losing players not, to yeah, UFAs. Not, They're no, all RFAs. Yes. So you, 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 you retain them. Yes, and most of them have arbitration. Only one that scares me is Kachuk getting to RFA. I could see some team throwing out a good... They'll throw anything. Throw something. They'll, Melnick won't match. Yeah, but then you get... Well, generally you get the compensation, but also if Seattle... If he's not signed and Seattle gives him a contract, that's... They get Kachuk, we don't lose a player in the draft, that's it. That's not in our best interest. Correct. No. <laughs> hmm. So that would be by whatever the equivalent of July 1st is going to be? Correct. When free agency starts? Correct. Hmm. hmm. By which point we should have at least a better handle, not an exact one, but a better handle on whether there will be a next season. <laughs> Presuming we actually get through this one. Well, that's yeah. after the following season, though. So no, we'll, no. Well, no. yeah. But Chuck but has one more year? He's got one more year. Okay. So he's under, that's right, he's under contract for this season. Fair enough. Because the expansion draft is at the end of next season. Correct. Okay. I'm getting my seasons mixed up. Not a big surprise for me. I don't know what's going on. No, this is a disaster. But That's an interesting thought. About when, when would you consider starting to sign players? Well, I'd be doing it now if he could, but... But, but again, it's not my you're, wallet. you're looking at money. Yeah. That, why, why there would you, you go. Why there, would yeah. you? Why would you 
sign a contract to least, pay somebody when you don't know that they'll be playing. Right. But th- this is where at least you say, listen, this is a verbal agreement. Yeah. Do your work now. While can you can. arrange a contract that is conditional on the fact that you're playing? I know it's I don't think. Done, th- but. Yeah, I don't think because you've got the standard player contract rules. Because really all the contract is, is the contract length is for this amount. The salary is for this amount in these years. The signing bonus is X dollars. I wonder if you'll see trade, owners try to No trade, ask yes, no modify. Kind of let's have another clause for any new contracts right now that... Then the, U- the union would kick it out. They probably would. Yeah, because it, it wouldn't fit the standard. Yeah. Because what's in it for the union? Yeah. For them to agree to do something it's like that? What's in it for why us? that CBA got re-upped very easily. Well, they were close, and then yeah, they just let's get through this. But we got the Olympics out of it, though. Thank yeah. God. One one thing at a time. Let's get let's let's put that. Let's put off the labor. Yeah, the, the worst strife. thing you want is a labor stoppage let's after put that this. In the parking lot. Just, yeah. mm. just deal with it. Which One thing good. at a time. Because baseball was a nightmare. Yeah. I, I, I didn't understand all of that, but just the negotiation because they're guaranteed money. So they play or they don't. I think they got the same anyways. <laughs> there is no salary cap in baseball. There's a luxury tax, so the players could have just made their money and stayed home. Um, you I can think. pay a penalty. I don't. Yeah, the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there if there's no season if the salaries are guaranteed that way, yeah, which was know. one of the things that was going back and forth. Well, if we play X number of games, what percentage of money are we getting? Yeah. And that was one of the big things in baseball. I'm not really into baseball, so I don't really care. I'm not into baseball at all. Let's be honest; it's not something that interests me. I was trying to follow the labor side of things now. for a while. Yeah, I, just, I don't season. know the rules, and I just got in. tired of it. Yeah. Okay, okay. There's way too much grandstanding going on. I'm done with this. Goodbye. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're playing now. They just started playing. And basketball will be starting soon. July 31st, I think, the day before hockey. Yeah. So they'll be starting soon. In basketball, their, I'm very interested to watch. Because I really think it's going to be like streetball. In their single in their single bubble. Yep. Down in Orlando. Yeah. We'll see how that yeah. goes. I thought they test. And what? it's... It's big. If you get caught outside, I think it's $750,000 fine. Yeah, I found that and quite injection. interesting. Yeah. You're gone. Goodbye. Now, if so you're ejected, have, that means you don't get paid. I think so. Hmm. All the more reason. That's a big stick. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's probably let, needed. Let's be honest. Um, we've all been, I mean, most basket players are under 30 and they're wealthy. Mm-hmm. So they are used to being able to do what you want, when you want, where you want. And to be suddenly having all these rules put upon you. Yep. Um, probably not all that easy to live with. So you got to have a big stick, yep, to keep them in line. I don't know. I think American culture—they're used, they're they're fine with being told what to do from from governing authorities. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. They're they're very <sighs> good at following the line. That was Canuck who said that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Please like the send your emails. Chinese people like, do whatever they want. <laughs> okay. Wow. Want to be a Muslim in China? It's fine. What's the big deal? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so because the NBA has zero had zero positive tests going into the bubble, and the NHL had two, and they're not even in there yet. Mm-hmm. So well, really, the honest, is, I is, thought the bubbles were going to be an absolute disaster. Is, they seem to be the safest place to be. Right is, now. is that the luck of the draw of zero versus two? I mean, statistically, it's not that significant when you look at the number of players. Number of players. players. Yeah. yeah, it's not statistically. I think they significant. got two positive tests out of two. Th- 
six hundred. Yeah. So something with all the with all the staff and stuff. So. Fine. It's not it's a like, big deal, but yeah. And we'll they're like, just, okay, you and you stay home until we figure this out. And I mean, and I think they've recovered by now, all too. Also, well, if you start testing like, clean, okay. But it'll be interesting to see how long that those numbers stay at those levels. Once they're in the bubble, the thing with hockey players is once the manager or the coach tell them to do something or not to do something, they do it or don't do it. And if they don't like it, they get in an Uber and complain. <sighs> But they'll still do it. Yeah. Um, and I think they understand the severity of it. And I think it's also it's an expulsion. I don't think there's the same fines or anything like that. But there's nothing worse for a hockey player to let their team down. And I think th- that absolutely. But also what you said about 90 seconds ago, which is it seems to be one of the safest places to be. That's got to work on your psyche too. Really. Okay. If I go out, I'm invincible. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, especially in Orlando, hello, it's Florida. Yeah. A lot of stuff to do. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. And there's it's also, all open. They're also testing positive one in three in certain counties down there. So there's a lot of COVID around down there, too. So if I go out, my risk isn't minimal. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. bulletproof, but my risk is not minimal. It's not like I'm when I was back on the farm in Cowsnot, Arkansas, or wherever, like, there is a significant risk no matter where you go and what you're doing. So hang on. Hey, is my th- uncle's from Cow Snout. Now watch it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. I don't have a problem with it. It's right down the road from Moose Jaw. Yeah. Okay, so. get out. <laughs> you're, so. you're, you're on fire today. I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. So I, uh, I, I think it'll be interesting to watch to see how I, I don't think. Go. Yeah, but I don't think the NBA players are going to get out. I don't think so, but I think what will be even more interesting than comparing the NBA and the NHL will be see the NBA and the NHL versus Major League Baseball. Baseball's going to be a nightmare. Because they're traveling. Yeah. I, I love how the NHL went, we, we got to get to Canada. And then Canada's like, we got to get baseball out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, well how, we, do you, how do you control that? Like you have you, you teams don't. traveling. The they only don't. way I could, like, I understand, like, we're talking about the, the Blue Jays, and the, the Blue Jays have been denied permission to play at their at their stadium in Toronto. Because you're going to have all those teams traveling in and out of it, in and out, it's different than a bubble scenario. And, like, how, I guess the city was okay with it, and the province said they're okay with it, and the federal government said no. Uh, like, what would you do? You'd have to have the teams, like, land at the air, at that island airport and, like, Right, you know, straight, yeah. straight to the. It that's could right. make it work, but so yeah. It's a so heck that's a what it would logistics. be. Because the other thing too is that the team would fly into what is it, Billy Bishop? Well, airport? I guess yeah, whatever. So they do there, and just, then you bus to Scotia or to the um, Skydome. Skydome. Yeah, Rogers Center, whatever. Skydome. It's Skydome. I agree. They can't land at Billy Bishop Airport for the record. Yeah, it's too. The only certain you can't land can. a charter there. The charters are too big. You can't land it. Is there. it? Yeah. But it, it doesn't matter. I figured that the charters would be smaller, though, because they're only carrying eh, a couple still, dozen people. They're still jets. Yeah. It's so they're really, smaller than the. Uh, they're not. They're at, no? least, they're at least the size of a 737. Like they're in Canada. They're. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, a 737 or an A320. Right. They can't. You I can't land those. Well, technically, you can. I mean, according to the absolute rules, you cool. could probably land one at Bishop, but the, air, the runway's not that long, and the um, Nav Canada rules won't let you land one there. It's okay. turboprops only, no yeah. jets. But yeah, well, but anyways, anyways, but I'm sure that they would have landed there or whatever. But then just get bussed over. It's like, but then you got the bus driver that's 
in contact with all these people. Mm-hmm. And that's your number one spot. And the people who are checking them in and out of the hotel and the people who are cleaning up after them and yep. the people who are taking care of their food and, and, and. It's, 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 you could set it up to be kind of like a mini bubble, const- but you're constantly but it's not, moving people in and out yeah, of that and bubble. that's a problem. Yep. To say nothing of the Blue Jays traveling. And they would also have, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. going to all the other cities. To, to our U.S. listeners, you know, we're talking Smarten about... Smarten up! <laughs> no, we're talking about crossing the international border and the challenges of that. Well, I don't know if you're aware, but here in Canada, like, we can't even really do interprovincial travel without restrictions. There are certain restrictions to that, too. Like, for example, my parents are in New Brunswick. I can go visit them, but I have to self-isolate for two weeks. Yeah. So a one-week trip to go see them is turning into, like, three weeks. And then they and get then back. We, we come back. Yeah. Then they come back. I got to do it again. So I could choose to not follow those instructions, get myself in a lot of trouble, or let alone the risks involved with that. But so I mean, interprovincial travel isn't open freely. Let's say without no. Did I the mean, Maritimes open up their bubble? Uh, well, not yet. Not really. Not yet. They kind of opened it up to each other, in, in, yeah. but yeah. not to. Did they do the that upper though? Lower Canadians, yeah, um, somewhat I think. And I've heard like um, in New Brunswick because where I get most of my news, of course, chatting with family regularly. Like I think the Gaspé region of Quebec, they're opening up, allowed to come into New Brunswick, but not like Montreal, Quebec City, those areas. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, but then the problem with that is people from Montreal are going to Gaspé. Yeah, it's complicated. Well, they have to show up. Like, they stop at the border. It's a border stop, and then you get checked. Now with ID I mean, and wow. stuff, so. the, the the Ontario it's, Quebec border here is open, but it's there's so much travel back and forth in the Utah. It's the almost Pontiac. the same city. Yeah. It's right, basically so. the, the the Pontiac and the Utah is basically Ontario East. Yes, plus one. We're not going to Montreal, but we're just literally going across the border. Whether you're going up into you know cottage con- the the cottage country up around Gracefield and so on, and Saint Cecile de Macham and up there low, or if you're going up into the Pontiac where I go, I mean I'm still. When I'm at the cottage, I'm I'm a 20 minute drive from the border. Yeah. Did they stop you at the border, by the way? No. Okay. No. The border's been open since May, uh, sort of mid May. So there's no issue with me. But I mean, we stopped at at um, at a, a chip stand to get some food. But we now we did go into town once um, to go to the grocery store, and we were the only people wearing masks because Quebec's mask law was coming this past week and we were there the week before that but I'm so used to it yeah no problem I got one with me let's go yeah you you weren't at work all the time too now I would assume well everybody does everybody has to wear one when they're out in public so yeah yep most people do not all and even that because last week I went to finally get my winter tires off well you haven't been driving what does it matter yeah I put on (laughs) 1200 kilometers since March wow what the hell I've done about your 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 time hasn't overly changed though. Forty five hundred. No, my life hasn't changed at all. So, but um, yeah. So after like while well, I was waiting to get my car done and just walked for an hour, still wearing my mask. It was it was twenty four degrees. That's not hot. So yeah. So I'm thinking too that when the weather cools off September October, maybe it's just like when you're out in public, just put a mask on. Well, come winter time, people will be like, oh my god, it's a balaclava. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they'll go inside. Oh, it's full of snot. I don't want to wear this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why you had to wear it. Yeah. That's why you carry more than one, you half-wit. Anyway. Think of it this way. This is the one time you're being encouraged to put, like, face covering go into a bank. Yeah. And yet yet that's the conspiracy theory. I find it really weird. See, the government's trying to control me by making me hide my face. Yeah. (laughs) 
so that we can't track you with all the uh, CCT the around. Hell? Yeah. What the good. hell? I find it really weird to walk into a store with a mask on. I honestly do. It's like I feel I'm not used like to I'm, it. That's for sure. I, I feel like I'm I'm like I'm not robbing this place. <laughs> so I'm just here for you know a pint of milk and loaf of bread. Yeah. But I'm I, I feel and, almost like I'm sinister because yes. I'm covering my face up. It's it's a very very peculiar feeling. Yeah. And it, it's grin. I've barely gone out to. I'm like, I was smart. I can't believe today's still Saturday, but it was last night when I went out to Walmart at 10 o'clock because I wanted one thing. It was open? I'm like, closes at 11. Closes at 11, yeah. Huh. So why am I ever going to go there? Like, there there were some people there. I avoided everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's people get it. Everyone, quiet. like, this is a Canadian Walmart, not an American one. So... But also at that everyone's time night, wearing masks. Then, yeah. At that time of night, everyone's smart enough to go. Okay, let's keep away from each other. Not the I don't care. I've just got things to do because you I'm just, busy. There's a lot of times I don't think I, I'm walking into people. That's just the way I'm not very. I'm very conditioned for distancing. Yeah, I, I am not, and I'm very ruthless at it. I had somebody observe that of me a couple of weeks ago. They were out with me, and they were just, they they noticed the fact that I'm really swinging your arms around. Well. I mean, one arm is three feet, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like okay, you you've got to be three feet beyond my hand. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, then you get the idiots. Well, I'm wearing a mask. It's okay. No, no, masks are a supplement to distancing, not a replacement for. Very basic. You moron! It's like I, I can drive over the speed limit because I'm wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> and I have did a, I send you guys that seatbelt video? No, but I, from I 1987. It. But I've I've seen you it. And I shared one? it. What? It's a CBC Alberta, I think. CBC Alberta course, commercial about Alberta. Just, just from people 1987 about the seatbelt law. The seatbelt law. It's like you're not going to tell me what to do. Right. Yeah. right. I'm going to get a doctor's note. I'm like, holy crap! History repeats itself. Mm-hmm. It r- it really is the same argument. It's uncomfortable and it chafes. Okay, and how <laughs> how is this different from people who insist on taking their pets into stores? It, oh, it, but pets are like babies. No, they're pets. Nope, they're Don't babies. feed me that they're crap. Baby. They're pets. They're my baby. They're just like a baby. Well, what am I supposed to do? Leave it in the car? You no. Have brought at, it in the first place. At home, actually, is where the dog should be or the cat should be. It should be at home. It's not your baby. <gasps> it's your pet. Anyway. So, yeah. So, contracts. Contracts. Well, we were talking so, baseball as well. But, um, yep. contracts. Yeah. Like, it's a great they, question. They but can really weaponize this, man. They can Sorry. really weaponize that this. Hurt. There's so many teams that are going to be strapped. I have no confidence in the way that spending has been in this organization that they will use it as any kind of weapon. And I 100% agree with you. But the opportunity The is opportunity there. is there and it's going to get lost. Potentially. Uh, uh, yeah. Potentially. Well, unless there's a change in ownership. And the thing there's is, not going to be. There's not going to be a change in ownership. I think he might have had a... Um, not hazard what Wimbledon did the insurance oh um, I think he might have done that oh, then smart on him I think he might have done that because there seems to be no worry about money then spend then spend please <laughs> if there's no worry do about you money, want to win spend some hey he's saying we'll be back so there you go you never know so did I talk goalies last time I don't probably think so. but it's been a month I don't even. I listened to our last show once, I think, maybe twice. So I couldn't tell you what you said. You talk goalies. Um, so, anybody need a beverage? Yep. Okay. So I'm, I just uh, find actually, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. You talk goalies. I'll be right back. So, because right now we've got our goaltending depth, which is a lot. We ha- we have potentials with Hogberg, Gustafson, Sogard. Who else do we have? Decor. Joy Decord. <laughs> Decor. And we have what's his name? Nielsen. Now Pittsburgh's in trouble again. They are again because of the expansion draft. Right. And they're pissed at Matt Martin. Why? Because he doesn't win enough. So Matt Martin seems to be on the trade block. Martin? No, Keep the doing Murray. Matt Murray. Murray. I always do that, and it really confuses people. Um, and they, so Tristan, Jer- it's going to be interesting to see who they start. Thank you. Who they start, who plays, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I guess it kind of boils down to this. What would you rather see going so, next season Would you, that the Senators play? Would you rather see them just take two potentials and kind of go um, and, and roll the dice with them? Or would you rather kind of have someone like a Nielsen or, or other kind of be the, yeah, the mentor like, and then kind of ease in the youngers? Or do you just make a trade? Like, I don't think it'll cost a, fir- a first round for Matt Murray. Because really, your going price is the second round pick that they gave up to Vegas for Fleury. That's your equivalency. So even if it's a 33rd overall pick for Matt Murray. I'd do it. What's his contract? RFA. Ooh. What's he making? Four. So he's making Craig Anderson So he's qualifier. No. Less than Craig Anderson. Less than Anderson. Hmm. Um, Could but, have used him uh, about three but seasons ago. If you do that, yeah. uh, Nielsen's so still Nielsen, under contract. Nielsen he? would have to go back to Pittsburgh to back up. Okay, which is where he came from. No, Vancouver. No, Vancouver, sorry. We got Gov System. Gustafson. Why am I getting everything confused? So I wouldn't really want to give up anybody else. They might want another goalie, but I don't want Nielsen Murray. And they, they need a goaltender to um, expose. Oh. So Neil, they can just trade for Nielsen, sign him for a one-year deal, and then expose him to Seattle. Because they apparently like Tristan Jerry, uh, Tristan Jerry right now. Matt Murray is 26 years old. Four-year deal, please. How old is Hogberg? 23? 22? Or Gustafson? Gustafson's very young. Because that's the one that I keep forgetting. Decord. Decord is 23. So you're t- do you want a guy that just played college or a guy that has two cups? At- I'm just thinking. I'm not thinking <laughs> next year. I'm thinking two years from now. So two years from now, um, Murray can still, because he'll be 28. Yeah. And Hogberg is 25, so same age. Hmm. Hmm. So do you take a guaranteed with Murray? And I think Decor might be the, the best one of the guys that we have, but he's still a maybe. And then if you're able to swing this, Vaskarov falls enough, Islanders pick plus plus move up in the draft. Because hmm. a goalie will take at least four years. And you lay him right in with Matt Murray. I don't know if I'd want to pick another goalie. If we had Matt Murray, I'm happy with the goalie prospects we have. I don't know if I'd use... But Askarov is apparently like the Knights carry price. 
him. Well, and we have so much more. Right, so we have seven picks. We have lots of picks. No, we I have don't. Seven picks. I'm using one of them. So we're getting like Susan Byfield and like a Rossi, Cole Perfetti, whatever. Somebody, someone like that. Use one of the picks from Matt Murray. Then we still have three. Yeah. And then we still have a first rounder and three second rounders and all the prospects that we have and the goalies. I'd I'd rather risk it and get a bonafide goaltender that could come in when Matt Murray is done. Yep. We could. I'm, I'm still bullish on one of Decord, Gustafson or Hogberg. Solgaard. Or Sogard. So, I mean, yeah, that's We've four. got a lot, but they're not that level. Remember the last time the organization had three potential starting goalies and how we kind of mishandled that one, maybe? Well, they were also all... They were already now. <laughs> they were already now. We're all NHL caliber. Now what do we do? Exactly. So, I don't want to... Th- I, I, this layers it out quite well. Yeah. If you have Askarov, you never have to worry about it again. As long as he pans out. And then if he doesn't, then maybe one of the other guys does. I wouldn't put him in the NHL next year. Hmm. Askarov? No. Wouldn't need to. You have Matt Murray for four years. No, but I wouldn't put him in as the backup either. No, he plays uh, put him probably in KHL wherever he is. Oh, he can stay next over there. year. Yeah. And then you make him pro the year after that. Uh, sign a guy right out of college and put him in for the starting goalie. Yeah, the and home then trade Leonard, yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt O'Connor. O'Connor. Oh. Well, We've been sold so many of those duds. Yeah. We should talk uh, hockey coming up next week. Go for it. I'm, exci- it. I'm excited. So exhibition you're saying starts Tuesday? And then, yeah. And then the play-in round start August 1st. Saturday. Week from today. Yeah. I'm, wow. I'm excited. That's a lot of games. One, because it gives me something to do. <laughs> Two, because I'm essentially going to be finished my work this week. So it'll just be... Yeah. And I have a TV right next to my work setup. I'm actually looking at it this way. I'm seeing that TV, which you could, if you put a long enough cable on, you could put it right out through the window and have your TV outside yeah. with your patio set. If I had Bell 5 sponsors, I could just bring the TV outside. You could do that with yours, too. That, too. Yeah, but without wires and No, you cables. still got to plug it in, Bell. No, I've got power. Yeah, you got to plug it into that. No, but this would but need coax. But then you don't need the cable. The Bell 5 doesn't need coax. I know, I know. Yeah. So, I'm just being an but No, but like I'm upstairs if I need to make calls or whatnot. I can handle that from Oh, that's there. because the are, are the exhibition games daytime as well as evening? So games start at noon daily. Mm-hmm. In the so evening, the exhi- 10, 12 exhibition hours. periods. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah. Because they're only playing on the one pad, right? I thought they're going to play from multiple locations and so now it's one pad. That ice is just going to get hacked. Meh. I don't know. They do, that all, they do that all the time here at every rink facility so well, it, yeah but not not, not the canadian not tire center with four professional games on it a day is what i'm saying well lots of lots of kids will play on well, it for hours and hours there might and be hours, two games per per what two in toronto two in edmonton oh okay okay so two so two. like it's not gonna be great but most teams play on it it's a lot of hockey now are they gonna go toronto at noon edmonton at two know. Oh, and then back to Toronto at four or you know, whatever. Noon three, like six I, I think nine. they're on the same time, aren't they? Let, what? I'll just know oh, that sometimes. I think some of it is, which is just dumb. Yeah, that's and very I don't think all the te- all the games are televised either. Here we go. I mean, you want to have maybe two games on so, in prime time. Or so Saturday, oh, this is stupid. Saturday, 
Rangers, Hurricanes at noon, because of course the Rangers start at noon. Blackhawks, Oilers at three. Panthers, Islanders at four. So there's a Let little bit of an overlap. Toronto there's plays. a little bit of an overlap. Can I guess when Toronto plays? 7 p.m. Uh, Habs, Penguins at eight. And then Jets, Flames at 1030. Hmm. So I'm a little conflicted about this play-in round because uh, as a Sens fan, I would naturally want to cheer against my uh, close rivals of the Toronto Maple Leafs and Montreal Canadiens and see them lose. But losing in the play-in round means you got a 1-8 shot at Lafreniere. So I don't know. Maybe I want to just see Toronto kind of so get into the first round and, and then lose. And, and then lose, yeah. Oh, I want yeah. to see them make the playoffs and get so the only well, I agree with that, too. And like but just it goes against my sweet. nature. Well, you see, I'm not cheering for. Why? I'm just not cheering against. This is, this is still regular season. Technically, yeah, that's true. So if they were on the bubble to make the playoffs or going to a draft lottery, do you think you would be wanting them to win? Yeah. We've been cheering against our team for three years. I just know how insufferable these fans are going to be when they beat Columbus. Yeah, we won a round. No, you like, didn't. No, no, you got. No, it. you we made got the in. playoffs. You didn't win a round in the playoffs. You made the playoffs. And I had to talk to like one of them. It's like you know, like you can make it in, but there's you got to win four rounds. You got to win five one. rounds one. to get to the cup. You haven't won one since and Ottawa. Like, well, we're gonna we're gonna load up all the guys on one line. I'm like that's your power play. And they did a scrimmage where they played the top six versus the bottom six. Which team won? Yeah, I believe it was the bottom six. Correct. What wins championships? Offense, Defense. right? Jason Spezza. <laughs> Defense. So, yeah, it's, I, I, just, I don't want them anywhere near that draft lottery. I agree. And no. I kind of want to see Montreal. I don't care. If I Montreal, think Columbus well, might be able to do it to them, though. I don't know. Towards. It's been five months, man. Who knows anymore? That's yeah. why I think that. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I don't extreme. know which team's younger. Now, with I, Montreal, I'm really just going youngest. With team. Montreal versus Pittsburgh, where do you go? Like, which team do you want to have a chance to get Lafreniere? Pittsburgh, I don't care. Neither. Well, I would go with no, neither. I, I, well, I don't care if Pittsburgh gets another star player. What does it? What, how does that impact? It just makes them. It makes Pittsburgh how, Penguins fans even more insufferable. Yankees. I don't know any of them, so it doesn't matter. To me. I have to put up with Montreal. Would you rather have Montreal fans going going off about this? Yeah, I would because it won't make a scrap of difference on that team. Oh, sure, no, well. it's divisional too. That's fine. Uh, I don't know about that. In but your face all the time. That's fine. All the time. That's fine. No, Montreal's not. Even you put Lafreniere on that team, they're just not that good, and they draft terribly. Oh, I agree with that. So but they'll get hit. now. That's my argument with Toronto. It's like you, you add them onto well, Toronto, it's going to make no difference. Lafreniere to Toronto? Wouldn't I don't think it makes much of a difference for them at all. And they'll probably have to trade some of their offense to get him or just to fix their defense. And so their output's going to be around the same. Um, oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Wow. Moving to But yeah, I don't want him in the division. Now, no. what would be the best story is Carey Price plays out of his mind, passes the Penguins, and then they lose in the next round. Ruining their chance. Yeah. At Lafreniere. Oh, or even better, yeah. let Columbus lose and then Columbus wins. And then Lee fans will just be. And if he goes to Columbus, Columbus has gotten kind of beat up a lot Columbus with the UFAs. I would love Columbus to get them. 
Columbus gets Lafreniere after Toronto beats them. I would love oh, that. That's rich. And then they lose in the first round. So like, oh, that's that's a new dream scenario right there. I like that. Oh, you paint a rosy, rosy I'm also picture. fine with New York Islanders uh, losing out, and uh, they win and the winning. lottery. I am, too, because I too. love hate Because we'll get their teams. pick next year. And I don't think they're going to be that much better next year. Uh, that's the scuttlebutt. Is that and their goaltender's Verlamov, if you remember him. Yep. I do. Oops. Ooh, but Columbus. Columbus loses to Toronto and then wins, wins Lafreniere. I love it. And Columbus deserves it. That's gold. Because they've lost so many guys. And for the health of the league, they can get a star. I like it. I like it a lot. Or Minnesota. If he goes to Minnesota, no, I'm fine with that. Well, I'm fine Minnesota. with that because it's Western Actually, if, if he goes to Minnesota, I'd be happy because then I'd actually maybe care about Minnesota. Wild. I, I really... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not motivated by my by minutes. Which series you want to watch the most? Toronto, Columbus. I can't help it. Mm. It's the shot in Freudian of it all. Hate <laughs> 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 the least. Hate the least. I want to watch them. <laughs> well, I I want to watch them beat Columbus and Columbus. You see, now you've painted something for me to cheer for. Yeah, this helps. This has been cathartic. Yes. Because I was oh. conflicted, now I'm like, you know what? Win. Yeah. And Toronto, then Columbus. Toronto get into win. the playoffs. Especially if they shit the bed. Like, if Toronto just blows it, just like, they'd be like, yeah, we won around. It's like, no, no, now what? <laughs> yeah, you made the playoffs. Congratulations. Now, now what? Go. Yeah, what are you going to do? You're going to play Boston? Okay, great. Have fun. Um, That's worked out so well for you in the past few years. Like, and oh, now no, you're going we don't up have to against. play Boston. We're going to play Tampa. It's like, <laughs> okay. You're going up against Boston, who's rested. Yeah. They may be old, but they're rested. Now, I think the Leafs actually, out of all of this, get the most of the advantage because media is <laughs> and PHWA was crying about this. They were not allowed into the bubble. I think Steve Simmons had a little bit to do with that. PHWA? Uh, Professional Hockey Writers Association. That's what that stands for. Thank you. So none of the media is in the bubble. So the Maple Leafs don't have to go back home, deal with the public, deal with the press. Hmm. They can actually be they like in are Arizona benefit from that. They benefit from that because then you don't have the pressure. No circus. You can turn it. You can turn it off. Well, you talk to your wife or girlfriend, and you talk to your best friends, and you say hockey's and, off the top. And you can ignore social media. You can. Yep. As a player. Meanwhile, should be. Meanwhile, the media who you don't can't talk to, to the players. That will just be feeding on themselves because they won't have anybody to talk crying. to. You still have media time, but it's like I've got calls to make for a half hour a day. Yeah. And oh. then it's out. Interesting. They will benefit from this dramatically. They really will. And everyone's like just praising the Leafs because there's no man. The, the league doesn't have mandated dress code. Right. And Tavares is just like, yes, we will not be doing a team dress code. It's a great way for us to express that uh, our individuality and personalities. Like, make sure that Austin Matthews wears his pants. <laughs> that deserves it. And perhaps a belt. Or suspenders. <laughs> and in reality, like these guys, it's like this is gonna be like just a bro week. Or bro month. It's like, I'm going to go play hockey with my friends, compete, which is what these guys are ingrained to do. And then we'll go and back then just and play go. NHL hockey with my friends on the on the Xbox or yeah. whatever. Now You want to be smart? You start a it, Twitch channel and just blow up. In, in the hub cities, does that mean that all the teams, including, i.e., Toronto, because they're the 
they're in their own city, but they're technically in the hub. Does that mean they have to stay isolated? Royal yes. York. They have one floor of the Royal York. Yes, they stay in. Yeah. It's an awfully nice hotel. I've stayed there many it's, times. I love it. Well, there's, there's smaller it. rooms because it's, it's older, actually, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's that, a lovely well, hotel. But it's a lovely hotel. Yeah, for athletes, like the tall athletes, it's not going to be very comfortable. Yeah, they're not yeah, any well, taller they, I, than I am. They're not basketball players. Mm, I, yeah. I wouldn't really enjoy it there. I, I, I don't like it. that hotel. I'm Well, having stayed it's, in it's many hotels. it's apparently not ranked. It's not one of the top ranked because they did the best hotel for the best teams. Well, right. I've stayed at... It's did, fine. I've stayed at the Royal York. Hotel I've, X, I've never heard of that one. That's probably a new, a new trendy thing. Yeah. I was going to say, I've stayed, at the, I've stayed at the Royal York, the Weston, the Delta, the Sheraton, and... I like the Intercontinental that's just across. I've never the street. stayed at that. I really one. like that one. Yeah. Um, I like I like the Royal York because nice it's the old school way of doing yep. hotel. Like everything is so unobtrusively taken care of, and their service is impeccable. I really like the Sheraton Number Two. Is that Royal York? Or is it Fairmont? Sheraton. Well, Fairmont. Oh, the Fairmont. city center. Well, Fairmont is a Royal York. Yeah, no, but it's because it's a Fairmont, yeah. not because it's a Royal. But I like I like the hotel itself too because it's old and yeah. wonderful. I like I love the Sheraton. I hated the Western Harbor Castle. I stayed there yeah, a number I of times. Know. I hated it. I like the the Delta, the one that's uh, attached to Union Station. It's new. Like, oh, less than five years, I think. I'm not familiar with that one. I was oh, at the Delta Chelsea. No, like, no, oh, not, not the Chelsea. Good lord, that was horrible. That's horrible. Horrible, horrible experience. And where else have I stayed in Toronto? I love the Sheraton because I figured out it's where to so stay. Delta is actually attached to the ACC, yeah. if you will. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can get into it all inside. Hmm. Anyway. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing... I've been traveling to Toronto for a few years for work, so I don't uh, yeah. I do not do that anymore. So yeah. Yeah, Just imagine with all the work that they that teams go into this and they just end up like 0-3 Nashville. Well, hmm. then they get a summer back. It's a Matt Duchesne effect. Well, they'll get a late Yeah, summer. the advantage is, well, when you're making your money in two years. You don't have to a little stay bit for too long, two, three weeks. Yeah, exactly. You don't stay in Toronto for two months. Yeah. Apparently the tourists are hanging out at the Mark Stone House. Why, Stone have a house in Toronto? No, here. Oh, here. Oh, okay. Well, that works. Get out of the U.S. Yeah. That's what they did. Well, a friend of mine um, has a, um, their, their family has several cottages up in the Pontiac, and their cousin, who's actually... Um, a native of the U.S. and lives in Florida, uh, built up in that area near Shawville on the Ottawa River, and has an absolutely gorgeous place. Apparently, um, came up in March, like as soon as the turds started hitting the air distribution device. Yep, bailed. Said, "I'm going to the cottage. It's March. There's nothing to do, but I'll be safe." So before, like long before the borders closed, and everything he mm-hmm. booked it out of the U.S. and he's been there since March. Because it's safe. Can't can't say more than that. I mean, that's that's forward thinking in a big way, big way. Um, what else do we have to talk about? We kind of played our way around most of our notes here. I think we got through it. Oh, I, I realized one thing. I was thinking we we'll get back to the Seattle Kraken. I saw a really good uh, joke. It was one of the I think it was a local sins social media Twitter user made this comment that. Uh, Anyone who's played a, a game, a role-playing game, RPG, knows about the Kraken. Because as soon as you get a boat one of those games, that's the first thing you come across. Yeah. <laughs> and some people are like, what's there's a Kraken? So, there's so much you can do with that. Yeah, you Bruce. can do a lot. And I think, I think they'll <laughs> do Bruce very well with it. Bruce texts me, like, what is a Kraken? I'm like, it's a... Sea monster <sighs> with tentacles. Uh, we do have one email to read. Would you like me to read it since I have it up? Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is from... 
Texas Chad, long-time listener. Howdy. Hey, boys. Long time since I chimed in here. Loved the last episode with the draft coverage. Hearing Pan yell and cuss in the background was very funny to me. (laughs) It has been a wild year, to say the least. Thought I'd send a note to say hello and give some thoughts. First, it was such a painful year to be a Sands fan. Lots of hope for the future, but this season was at times like watching a guy with no arms trying to box. No offense to anybody out there with no arms. The draft will be fun to watch this year with two top five picks. There will be some wealth of talent in the Sens locker room. So it really, uh, so it's really going to fall on the coaching staff to tap into that talent, get the team to gel, and create magic. I'm going on record and say we finish seventh in the conference and go on to win the Stanley Cup, which, by the way, would be the 100th. Da- Dallas, that is. Hmm? Is he talking about Dallas? No, or? I'm going to go on record and say we oh. finish seventh in the conference and go on to win the Stanley Cup, okay. which, by the way, would be the 100th anniversary of the ninth time Ottawa hoisted the Stanley Cup. Optimistic. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I don't think its seventh team can make it. There's only eight in the division. Seventh in the conference. Seventh in the, the conference. Seventh seed in the conference. Will be the seventh division. Seed. So second wild card. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, no, I got to play Boston. That's apparently really hard. <laughs> only if you're Toronto. I seem to recall last time we played Boston, we beat them. Oh, yes, we did. Quite, right. quite handily, too. There we go. I think we need more positivity in the world, and I am positive we will win the cup. Go, sends go. Also, there are a lot of people who think the virus is fake, made up by Democrats trying to prevent Trump from being reelected. <laughs> this is the world I live in down here in Texas. There is a phrase we often uh, use here in Texas, I shit you not. <laughs> this is usually used when telling a story about something you saw or heard that is so unbelievable to you have to add, I shit you not, to the end. For example... There was a guy with a Trump 2020 flag wrapped around him like a towel screaming into a megaphone outside Target today. He was saying how this COVID-19 is a fake virus made up by liberals who hate freedom. He said masks are for sheep. I shit you not. So, boys, the Sens are going to win the cup next year. I shit you not. (laughs) Texas Chad. (laughs) We have a lot of masks up here, too. Well done. Yeah, we got a few. They're going to be what grinds my gears in a couple of minutes. Oh, me too, Well, who was that Kansas City player? Um, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif. Yeah. And Laurent Duvernay-Tardif is a guard for the Kansas City Chiefs who graduated from medical school at, I believe, Université de Laval. He is an... school. He is an MD. Like, he is a certified doctor. Um, he plays uh, guard for the Chiefs. And since the pandemic started, he has been working as a doctor. Wow. In a hospital in Kansas City. And yesterday... Oh, I thought he came back up to Montreal. No, he's down oh, there. Okay. He's down there. As far as I know, he's down there. And he put out yesterday um, notice that he is opting out of his contract for the 2020 season in the NFL. I cannot blame That's him. brave. Well, he, it's, it's brave. he's doing what he thinks is right because he's doing what he thinks is important. And for that, I tip my cap to him because that is a you're, you're walking away from millions of dollars yeah. to do the right thing in something that can absolutely impact him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, it, but he's, he's doing the right thing and it's, he's willing to give up millions of dollars to do the right thing. Like that's in this day and age. And risk his life. Honestly, in this day and age, that is the, the the linchpin for so many things. Yeah, I want to do the right thing, but it costs me. And yet the NFL fans will go off and off about the, the players that uh, went to military. I can't remember his name that he ended up getting killed in. Oh, um, yeah. I know, even I know a friendly fire went to. I know who you're thinking of. I can't think of his name. 
So, so you go on and on about the patriotism there, but this I, is... I raise my steam whistle to uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif because well done. Well played, sir. Good Canadian boy right there. Shall we grind gears and get out of here? You know what really grinds my gears? You go first. <laughs> you know, I put these little cryptic notes in yeah, so that yeah. you guys don't know what yeah. I'm going to say. Well, I already forget what the first one is about. <laughs> but I do know what the second one is. <laughs> so that grinds my gears. That's probably in a safe place with my birth certificate. Yeah. I have no idea. Mine was, um, and, and this was not my primary one, This, is, but it, it just kind of came up in uh, Chad's email, and I think you're going to get to it too. Um, just how political COVID-19 is in the USA. And there's so many things you can be said. Like It seems like everything's us and them. Uh, I've had it explained to me that way. And, it, and that seems to fit the mold. They, they, you know, if you grow up in a society where you know, you're know you taught a certain way and you believe a certain way. I understand how you arrive at your conclusions. So I'm not going to make fun of you for that. All I'm going to say is this. I hear people saying, I think this COVID-19 is going to go away as soon as the election's over. Because like, this is happening outside the USA people. They don't know. This is happening around the rest of the world. You were one of the last major countries to kind of get it. I don't know if that's true or not, but it seems like it. Um, the, they're the last one, the last real country to. Like, do you really think the rest of the world is, Brazil is just shutting obsessive. down to influence the USA election? No. Maybe. Like, well, maybe. <laughs> well, it impacts all of us, but that's uh, not what this is. Right. And like, don't let the truth get in the way of politics. Yeah. Stop it. it. It's like the you know the example he mentioned of uh, someone in front of a target saying this is a democratic hoax. Like they've boiled it down. It seems like that if you wear a mask, well, obviously you're you're a Democrat. You don't wear a mask. You're a Republican. Like this virus doesn't care about which way you vote. People get over it. I don't want to wear a mask, but I do because it's been proven to help. It's the right thing to do to stop it spreading, and it's not about protecting me. No, it's... I'm protecting... I'm wearing yeah. a mask. I'm protecting the two of you. Right. I'm not protecting me. You wearing a mask is protecting me. And I don't think the people understand that part. They don't want to. Although I think I've seen and, tweets now that Trump's well, now it's, wearing it's, them. So he was a little late to get there, but... Mm-hmm. People don't want to hear and that. He so did they did that for political reasons, too. In, of course in, it did. But. In so much of today's world, at least according in the world according to me... <laughs> <laughs> The biggest problem with people's news gathering, and I use that term very loosely. I'm not even going to say information gathering because it's not information. The, the way that people form their opinions is based on what they read, see, hear. But the filters that they apply to what they read, see, hear is I only listen, read, or watch things that will tell me what I already know I want to hear. Well, you don't even have to yeah. be the, uh, you don't yeah, even have to be conscious be, about that. All no. these platforms now are doing that for you. The algorithm does that. Exactly. Yeah. The, the algorithms do it for you, but it's also a choice if if you're watching television, your choice of channels right. will tell you what you want to hear. You're not going to watch that news channel because they're too blank. That is not what I am, so I don't watch it. I watch this one right. because I like what I hear there. Yeah. Yeah. Like or a, yeah. the algorithms on social media and everything else. I actually had a conversation with somebody at work the other day about something that I can't remember exactly what the subject was, so I can't say it. Um, but basically, they went off on something that was absolutely absurd. And I went, where did you get that? 
Well, I read it on Facebook, and I went, okay, what's the source? Always check, you what? gotta check the source. What? Yeah. I said, well, what's the source? Well, I read it on Facebook. I said, that's not what I asked. What's the source yeah. of what you're saying? Well, it was a meme. <laughs> well, I saw it on Facebook. I went, so does everything that you see on Facebook automatically be true? No. Well, you, well, no. I said, well, what's the, what's, what's literally, what's the filter? Where's your measuring stick on what you see and whether you believe it or not? No. Go back That's 30, right. 40 years when I have seatbelts. There were legitimate published articles about why seatbelts are a bad idea and how they'll yeah, cause bruising. Break your ribs and yeah. Yeah. Like, like these were established, you know, and there was doctors writing medical saying you're exempt because, you know, you have maybe some sensitive muscles in your chest or something nipples yeah right it will <laughs> bruise it, is, it right? will bruise your chest but your steering wheel won't cave it in right. <laughs> so that's your choice and you know the government can't tell me what to do well they did yeah and they, they did. did it for your safety and now we have airbags because there were too many idiots who wouldn't wear a seatbelt. that's why we have them because people wouldn't wear seatbelts. It's true that yeah. people don't want to wear the active restraints So you put the passive ones in which are airbags and that's why cars cost a thousand dollars more than they should because you have all the technology and all the equipment built into them for airbags because people don't want to wear seatbelts. Do they help? Yes. Seatbelts and airbags, even better. And the but other that's thing with that is that it helps the idiot, well, not necessarily the idiot, but it helps you. Yeah. Masks help others. And that's what's missed. It's, well, yeah, you, sent, you, you sent it to me, I think it was, that masks are the equivalent of putting your basket in the corral at the store. Oh, that was me. But that's good. Was it you that published that you sent that? No. That Maybe must I saw been it on Twitter. Else. Because it's 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 a no reward, no penalty situation. Putting your basket in the corral at the store is a no reward, no penalty. It was never like that when you, I worked at the grocery store. You you do it because you know it's the right thing. So you do it. But there's no penalty if you don't, and there's no reward if you do. Right. Wearing a mask is very decency. similar. Well, yeah. common decency. That's wearing a mask. Yeah. There's no reward if you do it. There's no penalty if you don't do it. You do it because you know it's the right thing to do, and you do it. It's really just that simple. Mm -hmm. What really grinds my gears? People who either <clears throat> wear a mask and then pull it off their face so they can talk to you. That's yeah. TV's fault. <sighs> That's TV's fault. I face the general public on a daily basis because of what I do. Yeah. And people who will walk up to me and pull their mask down and, and I I actually walk around with a stick. <laughs> which is three feet long. I do. I believe you. I walk <laughs> Oh I know you do. I walk around with a stick which is That's three feet long. Funny, you and my arm is three feet long. So if they walk up to me, I'm, I step backwards and I put the stick up and say, That's six feet. And that's where you're going to talk to me from. And put your mask back up or I am turning around and walking away. You can't do that. Watch me. <laughs> I'm the one with a stick. What? No, no. Watch. <laughs> no, I, I will look them straight. Watch me. I want to go to where you are. No one's challenged just, me on that so far. Yeah. Um, so they put their mask back up and I put my arm down. They start walking towards me. I'm like, like, no, okay. no, no. You're not getting this. And then, then, then the secondary one is, well, I'm wearing a mask. I don't have to be six feet away from you. Yeah, you do. I'm carrying a stick. I don't have to hold it by my side. I can whack it with it, too. <laughs> I actually had a customer reach out and grab me by the arm the other day. Ouch. Well, not ouch, but... That didn't go well. Let's just leave it at that. It did not go well. They apologized for it. Yeah, they probably didn't realize what they're doing. Like, they, oh. humans are not made to do this. We're not. No. Right. But learn. 
Do you find that you're yeah. uh, you you maybe you don't have time for this, but I know you've watched TV and and you're watching like movies well, and TV shows, yeah. and, and you watch something, and, and the first oh, thing that comes to yeah. mind is like oh, they're not social. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's like, why are they hugging? That's not good. That's right. <laughs> We're allowed. To, yeah, that wasn't right now. Okay, it's all right. Yeah, I it could grinds my gears. People that complain about, especially the conservatives here. This is like the third or fourth thing that's down my list, but we've pretty much talked about everything else. <laughs> um, You're welcome. Especially the conservatives here that complain about people who receive the CERB. So for any listeners not in Canada, CERB is a Canadian emergency response benefit. So for those who, especially at the start of the pandemic, cannot go to work or got laid off, you will get $2,000 taxable mm-hmm. per month. Yep. Now that things are opening up, for example, restaurants have recently reopened. Apparently, some people prefer to stay on this CERB program versus going back to work. Now, how many servers do you know that are full-time employees? Uh, zero. So what are the chances that normally they would get more than $2,000 a month doing their job? Um, if they're a, D- Depends on the place. Depends Maybe on the on place. If they're only. a good server, including tips... Quite possibly, but as far as basic wage, absolutely not. So why am I going to risk myself where in the restaurant or bar, I am wearing the mask, but the patrons are not? It's a strong argument. They're applying the old welfare argument to the the emergency benefit here. Don't say the people are lazy. Don't. And it's also taxable. So this money, one, what do you think they're doing with that $2,000? You're paying your rent. You're buying your groceries. That's most of it right there. Yeah. If not all. It really is. If not all of it. You're paying your rent. You're buying groceries. You're paying tax. Or at the end of the year, you'll pay tax on it. There's all gross pay too. So that's going to be a problem. Mm. Um, And whatever's left over, you're probably maybe buying a little bit of stuff. So with this program, you have less evictions, less people not paying rent or like you're defaulting on their rent defaulting on their mortgages defaulting you on default their credit on their credit ruining that and then if they're defaulting on their mortgage or getting close to it then they're going to sell their house which brings down house prices my response to the people who have been saying this is fine get your ass back in your office yeah because you're not working, working from, from home, home anymore get your ass back in the office and get everybody who works with you in your office back in there with you and because you think it's not a problem then you do it. Yeah. And then with that too, the overall thing is, especially in Canada versus the US, healthcare is a social problem. It's, it's the government's problem to pay for this. Right. So you pay someone $2,000 a month and maybe, maybe 5% more of the population goes to, uh, to hospital for treatment. How much is that going to cost society? I'm thinking it balances out and then everything else is fine. As opposed to making... People want to work. Most people do. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the people who were working up to now obviously want to. And even those, because I know that like there's a family around here, there's five of them with their three adult kids. All five of them are at home, so they're bringing in $10,000 a month. Again, what are they doing with that money? Are they spending it? Great. What do we have here? Sales tax. So you're, you got your income tax, you got your sales tax, this money's going back into... The economy, whoever they're buying from, has to pay tax on the revenue. And it's going back into government coffers. It goes all back in. 
Yeah. Same thing with the people that are on the 699 in the government. So they're at home, they're not working. One, there's just nothing to do. What are you going to do? Lay them off? Then you have all the same problems and you're still paying tax and then you get this money. Even if you save it, there's sales tax on investment fees. <laughs> and so, capital gains. And then if you, if you don't, then people are going to sell their investments and it brings down the stock market values. Yeah, and especially the selling, the, the point you just made about they're going to have to start selling their houses because they can't afford their mortgage, so your property value goes down, so your investment goes down. Mm-hmm. Good, good plan. <sighs> this is all thought out, and everyone's done well. And Poilievne's leave. I can't stand that guy. Who? Pierre Poilievre. Pete Poliver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Glad he's not mine. He keeps Only getting, idiots love not writing. He, he keeps getting reelected. Just, yeah, Stittsville's very white, very high income. Ivan is writing. Well, you're very, very white and very high income. I'm very Hey, this podcast has no color. He's he's a loudmouth schnook. Yeah, he's yeah. And the one the recommendation politician. that I actually listened to him, he would have created a bank run. He couldn't make it as a minister. He's kept around because he's a loudmouth schnook. He's very popular. He's popular, but he's divisive, even within the... Uh, He's not particularly popular. He makes talking points. Well, and he keeps fi- getting reelected. He is a finance critic too, though. Yeah, but he never makes... Which made, is a big... He's a finance yeah. critic because they couldn't find anybody else because the party's in turmoil. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of his. Never have been. <laughs> anyway, so that's what grinds our gears. We have no... Like, as usual, we have no we'll idea see. when we'll be back because we'll probably be back before... Another two months goes along. We've been doing this almost once a month, even with what's going on. So it's better than some other years. Yeah, exactly. At the rate we're going, <laughs> twenty eighteen, we were doing. We'll, like we'll be back around weeks. Labor Day, maybe, to talk about when it is what's going on with the play-in round and maybe the first round of the playoffs. Or when is season like eight officially over? When the when, when, the, when the season is still season eight. Yeah. yeah, when when the cups awarded. So. Draft. Is draft or start? Well, we usually talk draft and free agency as the last show of the season, so we couldn't be in season eight all the way into November. <laughs> Longest season ever. Longest season ever. But hey, we had a lot of episodes, so that's okay. We started during a lockout. It's only fitting that we go through COVID. We, we passed the whole CBA. Yep. Actually, no, that's, that's not true because there's still two years on this. That's wild. We started in a lockout, and now we've gone through, now we're going through this. Good Lord. The things we do. The things we do. Yeah, the amount of issues that we've had with crazy shootings and if you have events. Any, yeah, if you have any thoughts about what we talked about tonight or any hopes, dreams, or things you want to share, give us a drop us a line at podcast at sensecallups.com. You can post in the forums. There are a few of us around. They're not too active at the moment, but hey, drop by and say hi. We've had a few, a few old faces drop by in the last little while. It's been kind of fun. Or you can, uh, hey, you have a, a, a drunken stupor. I'm going to tell you what I'm about. You can always call us at one eight four four S C U S C N S. You have any extra serve money? Just donate it. Hey, yeah, if you've got extra money. Um, <laughs> the beer fridge is getting a little thin. We're okay for now, but uh, that's a lie. There's a lot. Of and beer. to contact our lawyers, don't forget it's Nor Epley. <laughs> Nor Epley at SenseCallUp.com. Nor Epley, that's right. On behalf of Panic and Uck, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Good night.
there's nobody in electrical today. They called in sick. Bye. Shocking. Bing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's revolting, really. <coughs> uh, Resistance. Yeah. Okay. Do we have to amp up the jokes or are we going to take a breaker? Uh, <laughs> 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 no admittance. It's got a short fuse. Yeah, I do. Very much so. A bit of a dim bulb, quite frankly. I don't think he likes it when we sock it to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like it's a switch. We no, do it all the time. <laughs> so You're welcome. <laughs> it's like I ate a clock yesterday. It was so time consuming. Oh. Oh.